0: PBS Sports Radio presents... Eye on Fantasy Football. Second and goal from the five. Gives to Gurley. Proves the middle. Todd Gurley churning for it. And he goes in. Touchdown, Todd Gurley. Touchdown, L.A. Tight end is to the left. Three receivers to the right. Elliott to the left of Prescott, who's in the gun. And a play fake and a slant to the post.
1: whip into the end zone. Touchdown. Big hugs for the goat. Matthews got it. Looks, looks, Seth goes. Let's not get a man out there. It is caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions.
0: In a hurry, first and ten. Bradford play
1: action feeling good about itself. Fire strike, right, caught, footstones, Vikings!
0: It's Stephon Diggs! And Minnesota takes a 9 6 lead. Here are your hosts, Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg.
2: And we are coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Is this going to be the week to sit Des Brian, and start Martavis, Brian? Are we going to get the offensive outbursts we expect in Atlanta and New Orleans this week? Welcome, everyone, to ION Fantasy Football. We are live until midnight Eastern, taking your calls, helping you dominate. I'm Adam Azer of CBSSports.com. So pumped up to be with you tonight, along with Jamie Eisenberg, our senior fantasy football writer. Jamie, we are, we're going to get a lot of points this week. I feel it. Week one was a bit of a fantasy dud. Week two... Gonna be anything but. We're gonna get points.
3: Well, we'll get points. Yes, we'll get I a guarantee lot of that. Yes. Well, we get a lot of points. That's the big thing. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you're right, and hopefully we have uh, a lot of bonanzas oh, this weekend. Oh,
2: we will. This is a bonanza weekend for sure. Oh, I love it. I mean, even, like the Raiders are gonna put up a huge week. I'm very optimistic. That those two games, the Saints Patriots. And uh, and the Falcons Packers, that's just going to be great for fantasy. But you know what's interesting? How about the how about the Vikings Steelers? Can we can we get a healthy Sam Bradford? Can we get another big offensive game from that team? What do you think, man?
3: I think it's possible. Um, you know, I don't want to overreact to this. The Vikings beating up the Saints in Minnesota um, because a lot of teams are going to beat up the Saints when they're on the road. So um, it would be nice to see because there's a lot of potential uh, fantasy options in that game from the Minnesota side. I think Pittsburgh's offense will come to play because it's in Pittsburgh, but will the Minnesota Vikings follow suit? Hopefully
2: that's the case. Well, we're taking your phone calls tonight until midnight Eastern, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So glad to have you along with us. We'll we'll answer a lot of questions. We'll tell you starts and sits and... If you got any trades you want us to grade, we're happy to do that. In fact, our first caller has a trade offer. We'll get to that in just a second. But the big question for Week 2, the answer was no in Week 1. Uh, Jamie, to Beckham or not to Beckham this week? Um, to Beckham. Yeah. It, it, you know, the
3: fact that he's questionable, that he got in some limited practices, that he uh, uh, did his best to play up the injury even more to heighten the drama. Uh, that <laughs> Come on, upset. give him a break. He missed Week
2: 1. You know, like it was legit.
3: Yeah. Uh, Sure, I mean it was it was legit, but uh, now that he's you know six to eight weeks and complaining about fantasy owners and you oh know, yeah, I, I that mean, was not nice. Um, just play. I I I certainly understand his frustration with people asking him all the time if he's going to play and why they're asking him. Um, just play, you know. So I, I hope if uh, you know if if you picked up any of the Giants' secondary options from Sterling Shepard to Shane Vereen to Evan Ingram. Hopefully you held on to them for the possibility of him not playing. Uh, or... But they were
2: so bad last week. Like, Well, Vereen wasn't. Yeah, no, he wasn't. But but let me ask you this. L- let's say you're Sunday morning and we don't know for sure. We we expect Beckham to play, but we don't know for sure, which is where we are right now. Uh, would you start – I know you like Tyrell Williams a lot this week. Would you start Tyrell Williams over Beckham just to play it safe?
3: Sure. You I would? I you know, I, like uh, we're going to talk tomorrow. It will be on our uh, – It'll be on our air on, on CBSSports.com and CBS Sports Radio. To our NFL insider, Jason Lacofora, hopefully he'll have some insight on, on Beckham's status. Uh, we'll certainly have, you know, following all the news throughout the course of the morning before 12 o'clock, before you set your lineups. Certainly before the 4 o'clock games as well. And so if uh, if it sounds like he's questionable still, and by questionable I mean questionable to play. We know he's questionable on the on injury report. But, you know, if it sounds dicey, then play it safe. It's always better to be safe than sorry. You know, so... Uh, hopefully Beckham is out there. You know the best thing is is if you're able to get somebody like a uh, like a Kenny Galladay because that's an easy swap to make. You know, sure. Just put in, yeah. in, put him in, and then you know you get some potential points.
2: Okay, right. That's the Monday night game, and we'll help you on on Sunday morning as Jamie mentioned, 11 a.m. Eastern, right here on CBS Sports Radio is uh, is fantasy football today. So we got more news items to get to, but we also want to hear from our callers. And, Jamie, we did a, a live event in Philadelphia a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. How fun was that, by the way? It was awesome. It was so cool. We got to mingle with some of our fans. We had to play the Fantasy Feud. The listeners and, and the uh, experts tied, which was cool. And one guy who was there, the first guy I met, was Allen in Philly. I'm hoping this is the same guy. It could just be a coincidence. Are you the same Allen in Philly? Allen, welcome to Ion on Fantasy Football.
4: Uh, I am Adam, and it would be a beautiful weekend to be in Rehoboth this weekend. It's a shame you <laughs> are not here.
2: Well, I'm glad you. I know you went on vacation. You're back. You're ready for some football. What can we help you with today, Adam? I am. It
4: was, it was awesome, and it was great to have you guys there, uh, Jamie. I have an interesting trade, and uh, I know to Adam's dismay, this is a full point PPR instead <laughs> of a half point PPR. And normally, I would pull the trigger right away, but I have Larry Fitzgerald and Stefan Diggs. And I have been, you know, how things have changed over uh, one week. But I have been offered A.J. Green and T.Y. Hilton. Would you make that trade?
3: So Green and Hilton for both of those guys?
4: Right. Green and Hilton for Diggs and Fitzgerald.
3: Do you have a third option there, just in case Andrew Luck's injury lingers? You mean to give up? No, no, no. Do you have a third option, just in case you need to play somebody over Hilton? Like, who do you have oh. besides Fitzgerald and Diggs?
4: Yeah, yeah. I still have Michael Thomas, so I have the
3: two quarries as well. Oh, make the trade. Yeah, In a because second. Because uh the only the only hesitation would be is that if Andrew Luck is out for eight weeks, you know, and then T. Y. Hilton continues to stink right. and you're giving up right. on okay. when what the uh you know, you're giving up two guys that would be guaranteed starters for one who clearly is the best player. But you don't want to give up, you know, the chance of of having that lineup. But you have Michael Thomas, AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, and then still, you know, one of the two quarries as you mentioned, uh, you're setting yourself up for a championship run that way.
2: Yeah, and listen, I I want to say something about AJ Green that I got a chance to mention on our Saturday podcast, but not on Friday after the Houston Cincinnati game on Thursday. AJ Green this season has 10 catches for 141 yards through two games. He had two stretches last year that were nearly identical. Weeks two and three, 10 catches for 115 yards. Then he had a 173-yard game. Then his next two games after that, 10 catches for 133. So even worse than what we've seen so far through weeks one and two. My opinion, Jamie, is that A.J. Green is just fine. I think he is an amazing buy-low candidate. I almost think it's too obvious to say it, but based on what I'm hearing and seeing on Twitter, uh, in our inbox, through our callers People are panicking on A.J. Green. I think he's such an obvious by-low candidate. Do you agree? Oh, of course. I
3: mean, look, he was a by-low candidate as soon as the game ended. He was more of a by-low candidate after they fired... Uh, their offensive coordinator, you know, and then the reports started coming out that it was a little bit of a mutiny between Marvin Lewis and what he wanted to do and what the players were asking for, and it was spearheaded by A.J. Green, who is, you know, look, we we talk about Devo wide receivers all the time. He is the anti-Devo wide receiver. He never talks. You never really hear a lot about him complaining about anything, and he probably has a lot of issues to complain about when he has the quarterback that he has who isn't the best, certainly is not the worst, but he's probably had reason to complain over the course of his career at other times. Now he comes out and says, He's a superstar. He needs the ball. You don't want to hear those type of things unless you're a fantasy owner, and that's the type of thing you absolutely want to hear because they are going to feed him ad nauseum next week in that game against the Packers, and I would expect... After Green Bay was so good in week one against Seattle and that bad offensive line, that Atlanta, and you'll see Julio Jones, who lit them up in the NFC Championship game, that's the type of performance what we'll see from Julio and maybe Taylor Gabriel, and maybe Mohamed Sanu. That's the type of performance you're going to hope for AJ Green mm-hmm. and company next week. And so between Green and Joe Mixon, two guys that were drafted very high first, second round for Green, fourth, fifth round for Mixon, maybe even third round, depending on how early you drafted. Those two guys are going to be very popular, so go get them now.
2: I'm making offers for both those guys. As soon as the games are over this week, I'm making offers for, for Green and for Mixon. Ex- expecting like I don't expect Mixon to come out next week and, and be amazing. I mean, it could happen at the Packers, but... Eventually, it's going to happen. Their schedule gets a lot easier after they go to Lambeau. I'll say this next r- week,
3: real, real quick. You don't need him to be amazing next week. You just need him to get the touches. If yep. he gets fifteen to twenty touches, then you know everything is going to be as right as rain moving forward.
2: All right, let's finish up this uh, first segment with some phone calls at eight five five two one two four two two seven eight five five two one two four CBS. Paul in Pittsburgh, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Paul. Yeah. Hey, Paul. What's up? Hey. hey, how's it going? Hey, we're killing it over here. What's going We're waiting for your question. We can't wait.
4: Oh, man. So, uh, I see my dad in Pittsburgh. Um, we're from Los Angeles, and it's turned
1: 60, so we're going to the
4: Steelers at home tomorrow.
2: Hey, all and, right.
4: And uh,
1: I don't know if I'm just hyped, but I really want to play Martavis Bryant, but um, I know I should probably play Keenan Allen because my rankings have him higher, but am I crazy for wanting to play Martavis? Not at all.
3: Uh, not at all. Expect, I mean I, I would I would stick with play. Ken- <laughs> I I would stick with Keenan Allen, but um I, I think Martavis Bryant, you know, for anybody that does not have a decision like this or certainly looking at some daily situations, uh Bryant has played twelve games in Pittsburgh in his career. He has eleven touchdowns in those twelve games, and Xavier Rhodes is banged up. Um they're there are other corners, uh, you know, Terrence Newman and, and Trey Waynes, I don't think can match up necessarily with Brian in some one-on-one situations. So it should be a, a good day for the Steelers' passing attack. Again, Keenan Allen's got a great situation as well, and the fact that he was able to score in a tough matchup against Denver should lead you to believe that he's back to being what should be the Keenan Allen of old. But um,
2: I, I think if you're inclined to use Martavis Bryant, go for it. That said, Jamie would take Keenan Allen over Bryant, but they're both good starts this week. Mike in Baltimore. Mike, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? Awesome. How are you doing? Good. I got a
5: comment and then a, a three-part question. Uh-oh. You know, with, with the Odell thing, I I don't believe in playing it safe right away. I think you should just drop your worst bench spot. Um, maybe you could pick up, like, Shane Vereen, who seems like he's open everywhere. Put Odell in the flex. And then if he, does, if he doesn't play on Sunday uh, – sun, uh, I'm sorry, on Monday night – then to throw Shane Vereen. He had ten targets last week, so I, you know, I'd rather wait till that game before I make that decision. I think Shane Vereen or some of these other players would be good. Now, for my for my question, uh, for my part three question, with Sam Bradford now being having injured his, his knees, swelling, and it just looks like another injury, um, is it worth maybe dropping him and taking it flyer on Alex Smith? And then what do you think about Ted Ginn's odds against with this big game coming up this weekend to maybe have 100 yards and a touchdown? Um, I want to play him over Alshon Jeffrey, who's playing against – has a tough matchup against the Chiefs. And finally, what do you think about Rex Burkhead um, possibly moving into the slot role and getting a lot of targets with Amandola out? I'll let you
2: talk. Thank you for taking my call. All right. Thank you, Mike. Um, all right. Just, let, let me just weigh in on Shane Vereen. Like, I, I know that he had – Nine catches. It was 51 yards. Like, if you're playing in a standard scoring league, you're not getting anything from Shane Vereen. So that that's one thing. And they were trailing the whole game. I don't know that's going to be the case. So I, I think it's a little risky to to rely on Vereen as a flex. Um, And I don't want to rely. Like, we saw how bad their offense was without Beckham. So I, I don't necessarily expect that to change. You can answer the other three questions, Jamie. Would you drop Bradford for Alex Smith? Would you start Ted Ginn over somebody that you shouldn't start him over? I don't remember who it was. Oh, uh, Alshon Jeffrey.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, he did today. Uh, no, I would start Jeffrey over again. I do think there's upside with Ken, Um, but I, I would still start Jeffrey. I don't really love Jeffrey this week either. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, hopefully that game, that's the third highest uh, projected point total of the week is Philly and Kansas City. So hopefully Jeffrey does his part to help that cause. Um, so I, there
2: was Bradford Smith, and then I also want you to touch on Rex Burkhead.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, I think Alex Smith is, you know, just as good, if not potentially better than. Sam Bradford so that's an easy move to make if you're concerned because if the Chiefs come out and do put up a big number remember no Darby for the Eagles their cornerback is out and so Tyree Kill could have a big game and Alex Smith did that had that fantastic performance against the, the Patriots with Travis Kelsey really doing nothing so if Kelsey gets involved then maybe we do see a more aggressive Alex Smith more aggressive Chiefs passing attack so easy easy move to make there Yes, Rex Burkhead should see some time in the slot. We thought that would happen in Week 1, but Danny Amendola was clearly the guy there. They want to get Burkhead more involved. Uh, Right now, Philip Dorsett's their number 3 receiver. He does not project well as a slot option by comparison. And the Bengals, once upon a time, tried to make Burkhead a flex. I will just circle back to the Shane Vereen thing real quick. That um, What his point was, I think, is accurate. If you are trying to play to win, you play with the hope that Beckham plays. And still give
2: yourself the fallback. Not option. but not if you have a guy you really like. Well,
3: sure. I mean if if, if you're in a ten team league or or, or a twelve team league where you drafted really well and have good bench options, obviously, but there are people that are in fourteen team leagues or larger oh, yeah, yeah, that don't different. necessarily have that scenario. So if you are it's different than last week where we knew going into Sunday that he probably was not gonna play. This I, week yeah. it he, seems like he's gonna play. Exactly. Yeah. So so I understand what his point was that you are, you, 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 be aggressive with your, with your lineup here and give yourself a fallback option that may not be Tyrell Williams, like you alluded to, or maybe a Chris Hogan or somebody like that, but it still gives you somebody that gets you five to eight points that may not be Beckham's upside, but still enough to carry you, hopefully, through to a win.
2: All right, callers, I'm sorry we didn't get to more in this segment. We will make up for that in our next segment. And Jamie promised on Twitter before the show that I would blow your mind with three stats. Going to do that when we come back and take your calls at 855 212. Four two two seven. Be right back here on Eye on Fantasy Football.
0: Back after the break with more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. And now back to I on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio.
2: And welcome back, everybody. We're live until midnight Eastern here. This is I on Fantasy Football every Saturday night, helping you set your lineup. I am Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg, and we're taking your calls at 855 212 4227. 855 212 4CBS. If you have a question, you need help setting your lineup, please feel free to give us a holler and we'll help you out. Uh, Jamie, you know what? I'm a nice guy. I'm a friend of yours. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to let you do it. You deserve to celebrate your stinking Hail Mary victory. You're a Florida Gator. I'm a Florida Gator Gator hater. I despise them. I was very disappointed at the outcome of today's game. But congratulations, Jamie. I'm so happy for you. We all are.
3: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. That was fun to watch. I'm sure uh, just as a college football fan, whether you have rooting interests or not, uh, you enjoyed the play because it's an exciting play. It was cool. Um, so that was uh, that was cool. And um, you know, look, I feel bad for Tennessee Volunteer fans. Uh, they they can't win in Florida. <laughs> Going back to Peyton Manning, they can't win. I, I that, that's when I was in school when when we uh, we got to beat up on Peyton for four years. And um, uh, yeah, so I, I, I my my, uh, my heart goes out to the Volunteer fans. All
2: right, before we get to the calls, that's very nice of you, Jamie. I wouldn't feel that way about a rival, but you're a nicer guy than I am. Uh, three stats that will hopefully blow your mind. All right, this is all dating back to last season. So, you know, we only have one week under our belt. What are we going to do? The Kansas City Chiefs have now gone six straight games, including the playoffs, without allowing a touchdown to a wide receiver. Jamie Eisenberg, hot take.
3: It's. Look, I mean, look, they have a great secondary, you know. Uh,
2: not a, not as good anymore. <laughs> they lost their safety. They lost their number two well, cornerback.
3: That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They, they they last year had a great secondary. They still have a great pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um. It it's gonna be tough for, for Jeffrey. Um I, I feel like I have him ranked a little bit too high. I may adjust that before the night is over. Um but it's uh it's hard to get away from what could be a potential shootout. You know, it's it's very surprising that you have, you know, a second year quarterback in Wentz that really had a, a okay game in week one. You know, it was such a fluky play that helped his stats, you know, the fifty eight yard touchdown pass to uh, Nelson Aguilar, where he, you know, I, I was watching the game with some Eagles fans, and they said, "Wow, that's like Donovan McNabb to Deshaun Jackson in, in the Cowboys game." Not exactly, but you know, where he just dances out of trouble and, and and finds the the touchdown. And if Alex Smith and that offense come to play, based on how that defense should be, you know, it, it's just surprising that they're expecting so many points between those two teams.
2: All right, next stat. This one's gonna just totally blow your mind, everybody. The Jaguars have allowed double-digit fantasy points in standard-scoring leagues to a running back? Only twice in their last 10 games, they have been great against running backs, and they were in Week 1, and uh, will they be again in Week 2 against Tennessee? Would that deter you in any way from starting DeMarco Murray?
3: I have him relatively low by comparison to where he normally is. He's in the teens for me, Um, you know, and I I think it's— uh, a combination of, you know, knowing that Derrick Henry will take on some work, knowing that the Jaguars' defense, I think they're going to be nasty all season. You know, I mean, that's a, that's a group that, you know, added so much to what was a good base last year. You know, Calais Campbell looks looks fine in, in, in Jacksonville colors. Uh, Barry Church, hopefully, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey can join A.J. Bouye in the, in the secondary. Um, uh, Miles Jack looked great last week, you know, so... It could be tough uh, on, on that entire team, you know, so I, I'd be a little bit nervous about them, but it's hard to get away from somebody like DeMarco Murray based on where you drafted him and what his workload will be. I think, Honestly, I think that game's going to be low scoring and, and both teams trying to, to, to control the clock.
2: All right, third mind-blowing stat coming in our next segment. Let's do some calls, 855-212-4227. we got a full board of calls, so I'm going to ask you all to just give us one question and we'll get you in and out as quickly as we can. Jim in Philadelphia, Jim, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
1: Hey guys, what's going on? I need the uh, flex in a standard league. Uh, choices are Crowell, Martavis Bryant, and uh, Tariq Cohen. And I'll be chasing points because my receivers didn't do much on Thursday.
3: Yeah, I, I think Martavis Bryant is your best bet there. Um certainly the highest ceiling I, I i think pittsburgh you know in the six game roth six games that roethlisberger started at home last year they averaged over 30 points a game so i know mike zimmer's got a good track record against roethlisberger i know that defense from minnesota is great i just think we could see a scenario of a lot of points being scored in that game and a lot of them coming from martavis bryant
2: 855-212-4227 andrew in minnesota andrew welcome to the show you're on Eye on fantasy football
1: Hey guys, I uh, I had one question about wide receivers, but after hearing what you guys uh, had said about Alshon, I was gonna ask to play Demarius Thomas, Alshon, or Keenan Allen. However, in my I I don't know what to do with Mariota and Winston.
2: What do I do? Can you please help?
3: <laughs> uh, that's what that's our job. So I think in this week I would go with Winston. Uh, Mariota does get a break with Jalen. Oh Ramsey. wait,
2: I'm sorry, Andrew. Was it Winston or Wentz? Winston. Winston. Okay. James Winston. Yes. Uh, Jamie's my and is we know each other very well,
3: <laughs> so uh Winston, I think is the better bet here. Um, Chicago may be down two of their linebackers uh with Freeman and Floyd if Freeman's already out, uh Floyd may not play, so that takes two key defenders off the field, and I think their secondary played really well last week, but I don't know if they will stop both Mike Evans and Sean Jackson as well as Cameron Brate. So Winston would be my choice there against uh, a tough come by comparison to Mario to face a tough defense, and then whatever we said about Alshon Jeffrey. You could even forget about that because I think the two guys you have, Keenan Allen and, and Damaris Thomas, in much better situations. Uh, Orlando Scandrick not going to play for the Cowboys. So Thomas look, look, played well last week mm-hmm. against the, uh, the the Chargers. He just didn't have a touchdown. And so uh, Keenan Allen coming off that game against
2: the Dolphins, I think both those guys are better regardless. I like Simeon as a daily flyer if you need some upside for cheap cost, Joe in New Jersey. Joe, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
4: Yeah, guys, it's a 16-teamer PPR. And I'm looking more so long-term, but I also have to start one of these four running backs, and I have to drop one of them before tomorrow's game. Paul Perkins, Marlon Mack, Chris Carson,
3: and Mike Tolbert. Who should I drop? Yeah, you're dropping Tolbert. Um, I, I know there's the, the the fun factor of the revenge game, and he did score a touchdown last week, and is the handcuff there. But I don't know if uh, if – I'm definitely not giving up Chris Carson. He's probably my favorite of that group. Marlon Mack is the second favorite of that group. And Perkins, for what it's worth, is still the starter there. So Tolbert, I think, is easy. got to get rid of
2: Eight five five two one two four two 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Aaron in Cleveland. Aaron, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
5: Hey, thank you for taking my call. Adam and Jamie. Uh, not so happy for you, Jamie. Uh,
2: through Florida. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <them>. 10-team
5: TPR, <laughs> Uh Running back question. I currently have uh, two running backs, uh, McCaffrey and Lynch, starting. But I also have uh, Bilal Powell, Chris Thompson, and Kerwin Williams. I don't know if I should swap one of those guys in there.
3: Yeah, I would actually start Kerwin Williams and Bilal Powell over both Lynch and McCaffrey uh, based on the way you started this phone call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't listen to him. <laughs> no, no, go with go with Lynch and McCaffrey. Those are your two best guys. <laughs> All right, let's get another
2: phone call in here. Ross in Delaware. Real quick, Ross, we're up against the break. Uh, we'll also give you an update on the Clemson-Louisville game. You're going to want to know what's going on there. Ross, you're an Eye on Fantasy Football.
4: All right, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a receiver and flex question. I have five. I need two. Demarius Thomas, Pierre Garçon, Jamison Crowder, Tariq Cohen, or Kenny Galladay.
3: Thank you, guys. I missed the beginning of the question. Tom, he
2: needs five. He's got five. He needs two. Thomas, Garçon, Crowder, Cohen, and Pryor, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um,
3: I'd go Thomas and Pryor of that group. You you have some good options there, but... um, I think Thomas in a shootout, you know, I know the corners for the Patriots are great, but uh, we saw Tyreek Hill have a, a decent game, or a great game, excuse me. And um, anytime the Saints are home, I'll take my chances with them. And I don't love Pryor this week, but uh, I think he's still the best bet of the guys that you have. Don't don't overvalue Galladay and Cohen after what they did. I think they're in good situations, just not great situations this week.
2: All right, coming up, we're going to take more of your calls at 855-212-4227. I'm going to be ambitious and say 15 to 20 calls next segment, so get excited for that. We're also going to tell you the third mind-blowing stat. Pay attention, C.J. Anderson owners.
0: Here's more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio.
2: And we are live until midnight Eastern. We're taking your phone calls. We welcome you back to Ion Fantasy Football. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg fired up right now. We're expecting a big, big fantasy week. A lot of points, a lot of offense. We're hoping for that at least. And I want to remind everyone that summer's heat can cause your battery fluids to evaporate. So get your battery tested for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, the professional parts people will help you find the battery that you need. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts. Better prices. Every day. Jamie, uh, before we get to the calls, I've got that mind-blowing stat about the Cowboys. And I got uh, just a question for you about the waiver wire. Because Kerwin Williams, Tariq Cohen, Javoris Allen, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, these were five of the most popular players being added this week. When you look at those three running backs, Williams, Cohen, and Javoris Allen, do you feel comfortable starting them this week? The one
3: I feel the most comfortable with might not have the most long-term repeal, and that's Kerwin Williams. Because I think the Colts' defense is shaky. And he's going to get the first crack at, you know, leading the team in carries, whether that happens or not, or leading them in touches, whether that happens or not, we'll find out. But I do think that uh, Tariq Cohen in PPR should be good. Uh, Javorius Allen in a game where the Ravens should, you know, have control of time of possession as a secondary option, certainly as the pass catching back, at least that's the thought. He'll have a good amount of touches this week, so all three are really in play. But if you're asking me to take just one for this week, it would be ask now, ask how.
2: Ask Kerwin Williams. Ask Kerwin Williams. Yeah, now look, if you're the Carlos Hyde owner, the Rob Kelly owner, if you've got Isaiah Crowell, you can look at these replacement running backs. Now, if you're, let's say, the Dez Bryant owner, we know he's got a tough matchup coming off a bad week one, and now he's got the Broncos. Uh, would you start Cooper Cup or Kenny Galladay over Dez? I would uh, with
3: Cup, not with Galladay, because Galladay's got a tough matchup also. And it's always important to look at situation. Galladay, as uh, as our colleague Dave Richard is very excited about, had that great week one performance. Um, but that was with Marvin Jones essentially getting taken away. I don't know how the Giants are going to approach the Lions receivers this week, but I would imagine that the outside guys have a tough time. And the outside guys in this case would be Galladay and Marvin Jones. So I'd be a little bit nervous about Galladay, just as I would be nervous about Dez because of the great cornerbacks that are in Denver. And we saw Dez, to tie it into the Giants, struggle against uh, Janoris Jenkins last week.
2: 855 212 cbs And here's, here's a stat for everybody to consider. Look, I have C.J. Anderson in one league, and I'm going to start him. But uh, dating back to last season, the Cowboys have not allowed more than 67 rushing yards to one running back in 11 straight games, including the postseason. Only two running backs in those 11 games have rushed for more than 50 yards. I mean, their run defense has been surprisingly good. A lot of it is just teams don't get to run the ball that often on the Cowboys because of the Cowboys' own time of possession. C.J. Anderson, good start, uh, bad start. Compare him to, say, Kerwin Williams this week.
3: I would say good start. Um, I I like the workload last week. I like the fact that if you are rooting for C.J. Anderson, that Jamal Charles had a fumble. Uh, even though Charles ran well. Um, And the fact that it sounds like Ronald Leary is going to play. You know, you want to talk revenge games um, for offensive line. Oh, yeah, offensive guards. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, you know, he is. He is facing his former team. You know, he he cleared the concussion protocol. It sounds like he's going to be on the field. So that offensive line, which we thought was going to be better, should continue to do that. And as well as the, you know, we could talk about, you know, some of the, uh, as we talked in the first segment with the Vikings passing game against the Saints defense. The, the Cowboys' defensive front against the Giants' offensive front, I don't know if that's a fair comparison of how well Dallas will play with all the new players that they have in the middle of that defense. So I do think that C.J. Anderson is still worth starting, and I would start him over Williams.
2: All right, let's get to the calls. And by the way, I was expecting a big revenge game last week from Joe Hayden. I was expecting a pick-six. Didn't happen. <laughs> so let's say Ronald Leary, they're going to run the fumble Ruski play, and he's going to score a 38-yard touchdown.
3: I'll, I'll just take him, you know, knocking Sean Lee on his butt and, and clearing the way for C.J. Anderson.
2: <laughs> okay, that works. 15 phone calls in 10 minutes. Let's see if we can do it. That means uh, callers got to be quick. Jamie's got to be quick. We might even get to more than 15. 855-212-4227. Dan in Cleveland, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
0: Uh, good evening, gentlemen. I've got
4: a
6: flex question in a standard scoring league. Uh, my choices are uh, Garcon... Martavius Bryant
3: or Monday Night with Abdullah. Everybody's got Martavis questions. It's funny, man. Mm-hmm. He, you know he had the bad game in Week One, but he's the guy you want to stick with here. Um, I like the fact that you know Ben Roethlisberger was upset with him a little bit on some of their uh, you know routes that he apparently didn't run the right way or, or wasn't in the in the spot Roethlisberger expected him to be. And whenever they're at home, he's got that track record at home. So uh, just ranking these guys, I would rank them. Bryant one, Garcon two, Abdul three.
2: Let's go to Ben in New Jersey. Ben, you're on eye on fantasy football.
4: Hi guys, thanks for taking my question. Uh, I got a flex question here, so it's a 12 team half point PPR league. Uh, currently starting C.J. Anderson and Jaquies Rogers. Started A.J. Green and Mike Thomas. Uh, this is another Martavius question. I got him as an option. Carlos Hyde, Terrell Williams, to Rick Cohen or Cooper Cup. And just wondering if maybe any injuries might change your answer, for example, if Jordan
3: Howard doesn't play um, you know does that move Cohen up et cetera certainly that that would that would put Cohen in in probably the leader of this group just based on the amount of touches he would get and the role he would play. Uh, but I would still stick with brian here you have a you have a great team if these are your bench options because I think Cooper Cup's going to be fantastic. Um, Tariq Cohen's got an opportunity to make some plays. Tyrell Williams should be good. He's also uh, very much in play here, but
2: I would stick with Bryant. Let's go to Jared in Louisiana. 855-212-4227 is the number. Jared, you're on Ion Fantasy Football.
4: Hey, guys. I'm in a 12-team half-point PPR, but it's uh, super deep. We start three running backs. Um, I've got Frank Gore, who I love. I'm a big Canes fan. And I went full Nando, and I picked up Andre Ellington everywhere because <laughs> that's Nando's idea. Why? So, and there's nobody on the waiver wire. Would you play Ellington or Gore? Thank you.
2: Oh, that's actually kind of tough. It, P- full P- Nando. PPR? Or no, half PPR, half PPR. Full Nando. <laughs> full Nando. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. But no, okay. N- Nando had a hunch uh, about Andre Ellington, which is fair, which is fair. Okay. Uh, what uh, would you do, Jamie? I would
3: probably still play Gore uh, just with the hope that They're at home playing better. Jacoby Brissett being better. But neither of these guys, I think, are going to have great games. Full Nando.
2: Gotta love Full Nando. George and
1: Dallas.
2: (laughs) George and Dallas. What's up, George? You're on Ion Fantasy Football.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Trying to get back in the uh, good graces of my wife here. Um, I'm uh, encouraging her to trade David Johnson and Leonard Fournette for Jay Ie and Doug Martin. One, uh, do you think that's uh, good for her? Two, do you think that would work? Um, I'm happy to hear your advice. Thanks.
2: Marriage counseling, Jamie. Did not know we'd be doing this tonight. (laughs) Johnson and Fournette for Ajayi and Doug Martin.
3: So basically what you're doing is you're hoping that the length of time that you get Doug Martin for is better than when David Johnson comes back. So Martin's back week five. And David Johnson's, let's just say back, what would you say best, week 12, 13? Yeah, yeah, I guess. So seven weeks of of Doug Martin compared to uh, the close of, of David Johnson. So I, I would probably make that trade uh, with the hope that even if David Johnson was healthy, that Ajayi could stay within four or five spots of him, if that makes sense, you know, ranking. Yeah. So it would offset that anyway. And buy her flowers. And buy our flowers, yeah. yeah. And hope and hope, that, and hope that Fournette uh, with his on pace for 400 touches is uh, is, is not going to
2: survive. All right, let's do rapid fire here. Questions and answers. Let's go to Caleb in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. The number, by the way, call us up, 855-212-4227. Caleb, go.
5: Hey, guys. So I need to sit one of the following. So I've got Macklin, Hogan, Martavis Bryant, West, and hide. I need to sit one of those guys. It's half-point PPR.
2: Sit hide against the Seahawks. Yep, thank you. Uh, Jose in Oklahoma City. Jose, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
6: Awesome, thanks, guys. Uh, I'm in a 10-man PPR league, and I got Kirk Cousins going against the L.A. Rams and Mariota going against the Jaguars. And both those uh, defenses had a pretty good week one, and both quarterbacks were kind of rusty, so I'm having trouble deciding which one I should start.
3: Both make me nervous, but with Jalen Ramsey, probably not going to play. I would bump up Mariota a little bit. Originally, I had Cousins higher. Right now, Mariota's uh, 13th for me, and, and Cousins is 14.
2: All right, so go with Marcus Mariota. 855-212-4227. Give us a call. You got some time before the end of the first hour, but we're live until midnight Eastern. Dean in Connecticut. Dean, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
1: Hey, Adam, I know you're a sorcerer and you left the Vikings. What exactly did you do to Bradford's knee?
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm off the Vikings. I'm on the Falcons, so keep an eye on Matt Ryan's knee. I'm a Falcons fan this year. I know that. What did you do to Bradford's knee? Oh, because I, um, I, I, it was too good to be true. The second I bought into it, I was like, you know what? I could see Bradford having his big breakout year. I, I must have done something to his knee. Fantasy Sorcerer strikes again. Very sorry, Dean.
1: Yeah, okay, Jamie. Please don't let him think, <laughs> sing about Adam Thielen. Now, I got a, in a PPR league, I got McCaffrey and Crowell, and I think Crowell going to go up against the wall with the Ravens, but I picked up that Tyree Cohen guy. Would you play all three of these running backs, McCaffrey, Crowell, and Cohen, or would you keep Thielen in that flex spot? I'm stacked at receiver. I went receiver-receiver. I got Jordy and Evans, and I got Kelsey. But I'm wondering if I should play all three running backs or just two in Thielen. And if I play two, which two in a PPR? Thanks.
2: So it was Cohen and oh, Cohen and and Thielen and West was it?
1: I got Thielen in my flex. I got McCaffrey and Crowell, and I have Cohen, but I I don't know which two running backs to play, or Uh, I can play all three of them and get rid of Thielen.
3: Yeah, keep Thielen. McCaffrey is the easy one, and if you're if you're nervous about Crowell, I have them. I think back to back in PPR well I think is still going to be involved in the passing game as we saw last week so I probably would stick with him over Cohen but you do have the caveat of Jordan Howard is out so keep an eye on that
2: more than a feeling oh, sorry <laughs> Nick in Cleveland Nick what's up you're on ION on fantasy football
6: hey how's it going guys uh just
4: had a quick question I need a receiver and a flex out
1: of these guys in a PPR I have Cobb Watkins Cohen Gillesey and Landry
3: you just need one?
2: No, a receiver and a flex. Oh, Cobb, uh, Watkins, Cohen, Gillesley, Landry. Yeah, I'd go with Cobb, and I would go with Gilleslie. All right, thank you, Nick. 855-212-4227. Tony in Maryland. Tony, what's up? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
6: Hey, guys. Lost uh,
4: Woodhead and David Johnson first week. Mm. I have now uh, Correll, Cohen, uh, Thomas Rowles and Buck Allen. And whichever one you don't pick from that, uh, flex with these. Be- that player that was left, or T. Y. Hilton.
2: How many do you need? Two and a flex. Yeah. Two. And a I four. need uh, two running backs and one flex. Okay,
3: so it's Rawls, Crowell, Cohen, Buck,
2: Buck and Allen,
4: and
3: Hilton. And Hilton.
4: Yeah, uh, and there's Ra- Jameson Crowder for flex as well.
3: Oh, uh, okay. Go with Crowder and flex. Um, I'd go with uh, with Rawls and Crowell.
2: Over Cohen. Uh, Jamie? Over
3: Cohen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, again, it's just a matter of I don't want to overvalue three Cohen against the team that was the absolute worst last year against defending, pass-catching, running backs. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's got a little bit of a tougher matchup. Bay's defense, and you know, cool. everybody's excited about the uh, the Jaguars' defense. Bay's defense is going to be nasty, too. All
2: right, let's see if we can get one more call in here really, really quickly. Jeff in New York, go. Hi, how
1: you
5: doing? Um, thanks for taking my call. Go, um, go, go. So I have 14-team uh, PPR. I lost Woodhead. Um, I have Matt
1: Breda on my bench. Should I drop him or Zay Jones for Andre Ellington or Rex Burkhead for the
2: season? Drop Ellington. For Burkhead, was it? Or Yeah, uh, I have Breda, Matt Breda, or yeah. Zay Jones. But and what I did should pick up Andre Ellington. What Jamie said. Thanks, Jamie. That's our it, number one. We got more of your calls at hour number two, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, so when we come back, we'll talk about some players Jamie likes this week, some sleepers this week. His start of the week is Ty Montgomery, so we'll discuss that as well. We'll update you on some injury situations, some defensive injuries that you need to know about. That's coming up on hour number two. Stick around. Much more to come on Eye on Fantasy Football.
0: You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football.
2: One more hour to go. Let's get those lineups set. Welcome back to Eye on Fantasy Football. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here. And we're taking your calls at 855 212 4CBS. 855 212 4227. We're coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. All right, hour number one was fun, Jamie. We always got to do better in hour number two. Are you ready to step it up? Now you you were good, but you got to be great.
3: I'm very ambitious that we're going to be <laughs> <Yes>. great.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank you for that inside joke. Excellent stuff. Jamie is trolling me. All right, so like I said, we are going to take your calls. We've got a full <laughs> board of calls, and we'll get to them. Gator fan, oh, such a gator fan, right? Um, so Jamie, uh, I'm going to tell you a guy I'm struggling with right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Two guys. Devonte Parker okay. as I know good cornerbacks but but uh, uh little, cornerback. But, yeah, cornerback cornerback right. right we have an injury in the secondary for the uh, for the Los Angeles Chargers Jason Verrett is not going to play and then I've got Kobe Fleener in a 14 team league Charles Clay sitting there on the waiver wire and I you know I don't know what to do cuz the the Panthers were so bad against tight ends last year Clay's Arguably the best target for the Bills. Might be a better long-term play than Fleener. But, man, that Saints game could be high-scoring. I don't know, Jamie. What do I do? Should I pick up Charles Clay? Should I start Devontae Parker?
3: Well, Parker had a 100-yard game against the Chargers last year. He's actually played the Chargers each of the last two years and put up good numbers against them in both matchups. Jason Verrett did not play in that game last year. Uh, He's not Mm going to play in the the game this year. So I'm a little bit more optimistic about Parker than I was when the week started. So. I think Parker is an okay start. Um, Hopefully what we saw in the preseason is a sign of things to come. And I would stick with Fleener over Charles Clay for this week. I can understand your long-term questioning of who is better because when Willie Sneed does come back, and he will be back in week four, uh, the numbers for Fleener have been great in the two games over the last two years where Sneed has not played week three last year, week one this year.
2: All right, now – Give me some players that you that you like as flexes this week. Maybe non-obvious calls that, that people can flex. Then I'm going to ask you about Odell Beckham, and then we're going to get to the phone calls. But some good flex options at receiver and running back. Sure.
3: I, I think uh, Jacquez Rogers is somebody that you have to consider for sure. Uh, no Doug Martin. No... Jarrell Freeman for the Bears. Uh, Floyd may miss the game for the Bears as well. Another one of their linebackers. So we could be looking at a situation where Rodgers, as we saw last year, three games with 19 or more carries, got you 10 or more fantasy points in all three of those. So he's going to get a lot of work and should do well. A couple guys that people have asked about Tariq Cohen, Javoris Allen, you know, certainly if you pick them up, Crowan Williams, they're all flex plays this week because of either how they played, as we saw from Cohen last week, or how they could play, as we should see from Williams and potentially Allen. So I like both those, uh, all three of those options as flex plays, and all four of those guys at running back at wide receiver. Of the guys who you should have picked up this week, Cooper Cup is very much in play. You would imagine Josh Norman is going to see a lot of time on Sammy Watkins and the Goff Cup connection which happened in the preseason, happened in week one, should continue this week. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, forget about the 58-yard touchdown. He got eight targets as the slot receiver against the Redskins, so Cup should be heavily involved. Um, I like Chris Hogan a lot. I know he disappointed a lot of people last week, but now they're down another wide receiver. And as we saw, both Thielen and Diggs beat up that Saints defense. Clearly, Hogan can do the same thing. Um, yeah. J.J. Uh, Nelson, 43%. Uh, oh, yeah, J.J. Oh. Nelson, great great call there. John Brown is out, and so J.J. Nelson is absolutely in play, should be on your radar. And if you're looking to pick somebody up as a long-term stash, scored a touchdown last week, and as we saw last year when Michael Floyd went out uh, and was released, and John Brown dealing with the sickle cell trait, Carson Palmer leaned on him heavily.
2: And a lot of people, if you have Jeremy Macklin, this could be a good week to start Jeremy Macklin. He's a top 24 guy for Jamie. Uh, do you have Mohamed Sanu ranked this week? Because he had two good games against the Packers last week.
3: I don't, and I probably should adjust that as well. Um, like you said, played well there. Should be a shootout. So all these guys uh, for the Falcons should be in play. The one concern that I would have is if Austin Hooper, forget about last week, but if he does become more of a thing for the Falcons, that's going to take away from somebody, and I don't think it's going to be from Julio. So it could be from Sanu and from Gabriel.
2: Yeah, more of a deep sleeper thing. But he is, I think, 55% owned in CBSSports.com. I, I, I
3: just mean in terms of uh, a taking away production, that, that type of thing. Not, not as a fantasy thing for Austin Hooper.
2: So uh Beckham how are you approaching him right now as of Saturday night we think Beckham's going to play but what do you recommend for our fantasy got players? him in
3: about 5 leagues he's in my lineup in all 5 of them you know so <laughs> um did not play him uh i think one league I, I was no i i i benched him last minute for it's a 24 team league for the great devin funches mm. um so th- i i as far as i know right now he's going to play we'll have more information for you uh sunday at 11am eastern on uh CBS Sports Radio
2: And I have zero Odell Beckham, unfortunately. But I do have three leagues with David Johnson, so that's great. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. To Michigan, Alex. Michigan beat Florida earlier this year, by the way. Alex, you're (laughs) on (laughs) IHOTA Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? I'm in a 10-team
4: standard. I need two of these guys for flex. I've got Hilton, Hogan, Watkins, Devontae Parker,
6: or Tariq Cullen or Cooper Cup?
3: Uh I would go with uh Hogan and with Cup. Um Oh over Parker? Yeah, I, I Really I, I think both guys are in a little bit better situation. Look, Casey Hayward's still a very good cornerback for the Chargers also, and he may shadow um he may shadow Parker in that game. So um I'm I'm hopeful for Devontae Parker playing well. I'm more confident in the other two guys playing well.
2: 855-212-4CBS. Tom in Buffalo. Tom, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
4: Yes. Uh, PPR League, I need two out of the following four wide receivers. Benjamin from Carolina, Ter- uh, Terrell Williams from the Chargers, uh, Crowder from Washington, and Galloway Galladay
0: from uh, Detroit.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd go with the first two there. Um... Benjamin, I, I'm expecting a bounce-back performance. I, I, I don't think it's fair to judge Buffalo's defense after what they faced in Week 1. And uh, and Tyrell Williams, I think, is a, is a great start this week, just given what his matchup is against the Dolphins. He went for, uh, I think it was 6 for 125 yards last year against Miami. That was without Keenan Allen, clearly, but I don't have a lot of faith in this Dolphins secondary.
2: Hey by the way are you concerned about Jordan Howard this week Jamie he's got a shoulder injury and sh- could could be limited a little bit
3: Absolutely and uh Kyle Long's not going to play again you know so that takes away their best offensive lineman which didn't really hurt them against the uh Falcons so just to give you you know some perspective I have Howard right now ranked 18th um I believe of our guys myself uh, Dave Richard Heath Cummings I am the lowest on Howard and I don't know if I'm at the point now. Clearly, if his health changes, where I'm starting Jockers Rogers or Kerwin Williams with the other two guys in my top 24 of the you know free agent slash replacement options ahead of him. But that's clearly a spot where I would drop Howard behind those guys uh, if we get word tomorrow that you know he's not 100. You know, we hear something that he's going to play, but he's going to be limited or whatever, um, which would make Tariq Cohen much more exciting. Would you start like a Jeremy Macklin over
2: Jordan Howard this week?
3: I would start Jeremy Macklin over Jordan Howard in PPR for sure. Standard would be a little closer.
2: <clears throat> okay, 855-212-4227. Let's get some calls. Steven in California. Steven, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
6: Hey, guys. just want to start out by saying, Jamie, I hope everything's going well with the uh, with the house out in, uh, after the hurricane.
3: Oh, thank you. Yes, everything is fine. I appreciate that.
5: Absolutely. Uh, I have a quarterback conundrum. I have...
6: Alex Smith and Russell Wilson, it's only three points for passing touchdown, but you do get five extra points for 350 yards of passing.
3: Yes, and who would thought after week one <laughs> that one of those guys would have had it and had it easily? Um, yeah. I, I think I'm still going to stick with Russell Wilson here. I, I have to go back and look at this, and I don't know if I'll be able to get to it before tomorrow, but what the Seahawks typically have done at home after a loss, you know, home a game after a road loss I would imagine in the Russell Wilson era has been pretty good because he's usually very good at home and the 49ers aren't good at all so um I I think Russell Wilson is your guy and um it's it's a good situation to have those two because if Alex Smith does have this breakout type performance the motivation from Patrick Mahomes and all these uh you know additional weapons with Tyreek Hill and 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 Kareem Hunt and you know hopefully Chris Conley and uh, along with Travis Kelsey then you're, you're in a good situation if Russell Wilson doesn't have that offensive line play like we hope for.
2: Yeah, Thank you for that call, by the way. All of our guys, luckily, uh, the area that they live in in South Florida was spared, but it was very nice of you to have us in your thoughts. We appreciate that. Anthony in New York. Anthony, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, I have a quick question about uh, the PPR league. I need help picking two out of these three guys to start. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, Devontae Parker, or James White?
3: I think Devontae Parker is the easy one there. Um, James White, I think, is very interesting. You know, no Danny Amendola, uh, no Julian Edelman, as we're well aware. And if it's a shootout, I I can't imagine that James White's not going to be involved to some capacity. So uh, there's a lot of talk about them using Rex Burkhead as a slot option, uh, potentially having those guys on the field together, Burkhead and White. So Tom Brady's going to lean on that, and and I think White is better than T.Y. Hilton. I never thought I would say that, but James White is a better fantasy option <laughs> in Week 2 than T.Y. Hilton.
2: 855-212-4227. Shane in Boston. Shane, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
6: What's up? I got another Odell
1: question. Should I wait out and see if he plays? Because I got Paul Perkins, who played trash last week, but I got him on my bench, or should I go with T.Y.? T.J. Anderson, or Jaquiz Rodgers.
3: You got two interesting options there with with Anderson and with Rogers, and clearly those guys are in good situations. But I think that since you do have a fallback option, play the fallback option.
2: Mm, yeah, all right. Thank you. Funny to call Paul Perkins a fallback option because you will fall behind and be back in the standings. I don't know. I could have probably done a little bit better with that pun, but <laughs> I think you know what I'm saying. Sure.
3: No, it's it's not it's not going to be pretty for him, but it will be pretty if Beckham does play.
2: 855-212-4227. From New York to Florida, let's go to Mike. Mike in Florida, you're on on Fantasy Football.
4: Hey, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm right here in this mess with you, Jamie. Uh, I got a quick question about uh, wide receiver. If Jalen Ramsey does not start tomorrow, would you start Corey Davis over Emmanuel Sanders? And second part, is Jack Doyle worth stashing if I have Zach Ertz? uh,
3: Sure. You know, I, I think it's, you know, the, the potential is still there for him when luck is healthy. It's just a matter of when luck is healthy. So if you have the roster spi- space to carry Jack Doyle, then absolutely go with that. And, and yes, I do think that Corey Davis is in a better situation potentially than Emmanuel Sanders, but it, they're, they're kind of close because Davis, I think, is still not fully at the level that he's going to be at because of that hamstring. Yes, he had 10 targets last week. He looked good, uh, but he's still not fully integrated into the offense. At least that's the reports coming out of Tennessee. So Sanders just missed two touchdowns last week. One was... Um, uh, where he got overthrown in the back of the end zone when he didn't have his feet in bounds on, on a tough uh, corner play there or out-of-bounds play there. Um, so they're, they're kind of similar to me. Um, but I think with Ramsey out, I would probably take my chances with Davis.
2: Yeah, and you know what? Corey Davis. Oh, wait, you would? I thought you were going with Sanders. You're going with Davis. Uh, the, the, it's, it's it's You tricked me. It's six one, half dozen. <laughs> okay. you, you,
3: you can go with with Sanders if you want to. They're they're basically back to back in my ranking.
2: Yeah, I don't know what Davis' ownership is now. Earlier in the week, it was about seventy two percent in cbsports.com sports.com. Still under eighty, I think. I think that's a mistake. Me I, too. Yeah, he's he could have a really really nice rookie season. Yeah, he
3: he, he could. And their schedule right now is tough. It's going to get a lot better, and he's going to get healthier. And that's the point of the season. You know, again, I've said this a lot. I don't want to put these expectations on him. But Michael Thomas needed an injury situation to get himself going last year when Willie Sneed got the toe injury in Week 2. You saw in, in, in his rookie season, Odell Beckham had the hamstring problem. Then Victor Cruz got hurt, and he was a superstar. He may not be at that level. But he may be the third guy, you know, if you want to just rank those. And if that's the third guy, I'll take my chances with mm-hmm. it. So please put him on your roster wherever he's available. Corey Davis, that is.
2: Okay, 855 212 4227. More of your calls. After the break, we'll play some starter sit when we get back on Ion Fantasy Football.
0: There's much more Eye on Fantasy Football to get to here on CBS Sports Radio. Now more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio.
2: And welcome back, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. We want to thank you for listening to us on your Saturday night. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. We're at CBSSports.com, and there's more Fantasy Football Talk for you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern right here on CBS Sports Radio. That's Fantasy Football Today. It's a two-hour show, the first hours here on the radio, and uh, both hours on CBSSports.com. We've got your phone calls at 855 212 for CBS, eight five five two one two four two two seven. 4227 Let me fire away with some start or sit at Jamie. Jamie, Matthew Stafford at the Giants on Monday. Start or sit? I would sit him just given the tough matchup against the Giants. Alex Smith against the Eagles. I don't know how many people
3: are starting him, but I think if you need somebody as the Andrew Luck owner and you're nervous about whoever you had last week, let's say it was Eli Manning, uh, Alex Smith could certainly be in the conversation to
2: start. Thomas Rawls, go a couple of running backs. Rawls against the Niners. I, I'm
3: just going through my lineups right now, and I just put Rawls in ahead of Carlos Hyde. And uh, it's a PPR league. I'm even starting him over Javorius Allen. I think Rawls has a good game.
2: Ooh, okay. Mark Ingram against the Patriots.
3: Yeah, I think he's a you know, low-end starting option. You know They're going to throw the ball a lot clearly. And uh, Ingram, as much as Alvin Kamara played last week, Ingram was still their pass-catching guy, at least in terms of catches. Who do you like better, Ingram or Rawls? I like Ingram better in, uh, in both formats.
2: Wide receivers, Dez Bryant at Denver.
3: I'd sit him if you can. Very difficult, clearly, because he's a great player. But as we saw last week, great players sometimes get shut down by good cornerbacks. And that was the case against the Giants. Should be the case against the Broncos also.
2: I've got a feeling at Pittsburgh.
3: Uh, he's a number three receiver in standard. I think more of a number two in PPR. Clearly, that will hinge on the health of Sam Bradford. If Bradford plays, that's where I would keep him. If Bradford is out, then I would downgrade him and dig significantly.
2: Wow, so I got to sing, and you didn't even say anything. That's great. Well, I
3: mean, at this point, we just know that there there are several things that you do that are awful. (laughs) Uh, Singing is one whenever you – your singing is not awful. When you decide to sing sometimes is awful. Uh, Your movie choices are awful. That's not true. And uh, as we're well aware, your bonanza uh, choices are awful. Yeah.
2: Uh Cameron Brait against the Bears.
3: I think he's a low end starter. You know, there's uh there's a group of tight ends, you look at him, Kobe Fleener, Charles Clay. Clearly none of those guys were drafted to be starters, but with the injuries that the Bears are dealing with, with how much Jameis leans on the tight end, with uh the fact that the tight end the Bears faced last week averaged sixty nine yards a catch. Um, that's a good situation for Cameron Brait. Hunter Henry
2: against the Dolphins.
3: I hate saying to sit him because it's a good matchup, but it's hard to trust him right now. You know, the fact that the snap count was low, that he was barely used, it clearly could be a situation that they were trying to, you know, max protect against the Broncos. He was more of a blocker than a receiver when he was in there, so that was the reason for no targets. But at this point, I think unless he's your only guy, like I have him in a 10-team league and there's a lot of people in this league that picked up or have two tight ends, so I have a very uh stacked bench that I'm not going to drop him or pick up a second tight end, so I'm just going to roll him out there. But uh, if I saw Bray, if I saw Clay, if I saw Fleener available, I would make the move to pick those guys up.
2: You want a bold prediction that I don't want anybody to actually act on in fantasy and I don't want any blame for it if it doesn't come true. I would like some credit if it does come true <laughs> next week, maybe. Sure. Okay, low stakes, bold, bold prediction. Dolphins are giving up a touchdown to a tight end this week, and it's going to be Antonio Gates. Yeah,
3: that's, uh, that's fair. Uh, I, I think that could definitely happen.
2: Yeah, all right. Kudos to me. I understand you're trying to make a trade with our Dave Richard, and he has not responded yet. He has yet. not
3: responded. Uh, I will talk to him, I'm sure, tomorrow. Uh, well, I'll definitely talk to him tomorrow. But So we're in this 24-team league. We're both 0-1. He has, unfortunately, his, his number one wide receiver was John Brown. His number two wide receiver is Cooper Cup. I have on my team as my number three wide receiver, Kenny Galladay. Dave also has his number one running back is Doug Martin. Um, his his backup options are okay with Thomas Rawls, uh, but I offered him in a PPR league, I offered him Kenny Galladay and Darren Sproles for Cooper Cup and Doug Martin. So it's very difficult to be without a guy for five weeks, you know, till week five, like he has with Martin. And we know his love for Kenny Galladay. We know my love for Cooper Cup. Right. I'm trying to see if we help each other
2: out here a little bit. Why don't but... you just go Galladay for Cup straight up? Um, You're trying to fleece him. Well, he needs two starters this week. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. All right. I I don't think he's going to take it,
3: but I don't think he's going to take it either. But I,
2: I I think if he if he just wants to do Galladay for Cup, I'm thrilled to do that. Okay, maybe that'll work. Yep, that will happen. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Just 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 real quick.
3: So he got actually auto picked in that draft, <laughs> and I said, hey, you missed your pick. So he uh, as uh, a co commissioner thing, he backed his backed up his auto pick. And he picked right before me and he took Cooper Cup on that spot. Had I not said really? anything, I would have gotten Cooper
2: so Cup. So you're you're meant to have Cooper Cup. Make it happen. Well, of Jamie. course he's my guy. Yeah, he is your guy. Let's go to Michael in Kentucky. Michael, you're on Ion Fantasy Football.
1: How are you guys doing tonight?
2: Pretty good, man. What's up?
1: Uh, um well I'm probably overthinking things, but PPR league. I was looking to start a flex between Mark Ingram. Can he do what um Hunt did last week against Belichick's D- Belichick and the Patriots or Jacques Rogers? But now I'm starting to overthink um, between picking two between Terrence West, Rogers, Cohen, and um, and and Ingram, and Ingram. Yes, thank you.
3: Okay, I I I would stick with Terrence West. You know, with Woodhead out, the fact that he ran well last week, the fact that the Ravens should be in control of time of possession. So um, West would be my number one choice there, and then I would go with Rodgers over Ingram. Look. Belichick's defense got house last week. Kareem Hunt had a record-breaking day. Those don't happen often, so don't expect that to be the case. If it was only Mark Ingram and Peterson wasn't there and Kamara wasn't there, then it would be easy to say Mark Ingram has a chance for a big game. But because those other two guys are there and the narrative of maybe Peterson getting more work to try and slow down the Patriots offense, maybe Kamara getting more work in what could be a comeback situation, um, stick with Rodgers because he should get a heavy workload against what could be a bad bad Bears defense this week.
2: Five games with double-digit carries last year for Jacquez Rodgers. He averaged 11.8 fantasy points per game in standard scoring leagues. If he had done that over 14 games, he would have been the number 12 running back in fantasy over 16 games would have been the number nine running back, so quiz is good when he gets the workload. Next caller is Steve in Tennessee. Steve, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
6: Guys, I hope you'll be nice to them. My Tennessee balls got beat on a 65 guard bomb on the last play of the game. They the did? Bar Florida, Florida Gators tonight.
2: So. Uh, those damn Gators. Those yeah, damn uh, Gators.
6: Would you, would you allow me to ask you a preliminary question before my main question? Sure. I've often wondered when you all say standard league, this – I'm in a league, 12 team league, non-PPR. We get 6 points for touchdown. Is that considered standard?
3: The standard as they come. Yeah, so sorry we, about we, that. Yeah. We always go by 6 points for passing touchdowns at CBS. Some of the other sites don't do that. And when we say non, when we say standard, that's that's our version of non-PPR. We go PPR or standard.
2: Yeah, thanks okay. Steve. Go ahead, what's your other question? Uh,
6: the other question is I've got uh Tom Brady, uh, I really put a lot of stock in the Patriots in my draft. I got Tom Brady as a quarterback and Brandon Cooks is my combo guy. I also had Amadola, of course he's on the shelf. I picked up this week Dorsett. My question is, uh, first, do you think Dorsett's gonna get, be a point getter for him? Is he gonna get some targets? Uh, I, I'm, I'm debating between playing him or Thomas Rawls in my flex position, and I would like to hear what y'all have to say about, uh, what you foresee from uh, Dorsett this season. Well, I, I it's hard I to say. I've Amendola, too. I'm yeah, holding on
3: to him. Yeah, you absolutely should hold on to Amendola. And, and I would say to anybody, you know, i got to ask this question today. Who are some guys I can get ahead of my waiver wire on? And probably Danny Amendola sitting there. Go get him because if he's back next week, I think he's clearly going to be their, their slot option with Edelman out. Um I don't know if I could trust Philip Dorsett yet. If he does something this week, we could have a different conversation going into week three, but um, I I think we'll see Rex Burkhead. We'll see James White. We'll obviously see Brandon Cooks and Chris Hogan. Uh, Brady will bounce back. You should be fine with that situation. And there could be I don't know. Maybe a 65 yard touchdown pass from Brady to Cooks. Maybe to win the game. Maybe to, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, brighten God, up your Oh God, this
2: spirits. Gators fan is just, <laughs> oh, he's killing us right now. Why
3: do we have to get a call from Knoxville? Yeah, look, man, he's got to, we'll, we'll make him feel better about his fantasy team because. His college team, yeah. rough. I,
2: let me, I will say something about that game. Uh, you, you know, it was pathetic. Those offenses. Oh, Florida's bad. Well, we, I don't know if Tennessee's bad. Uh, I mean, the off, defenses Florida's are bad. great, but yeah. but bad. Like well, come again, on. I don't know if Tennessee's
3: defense is great.
2: Florida's offense is pathetic. They but, played great. I, hope, yeah, you're right. That was the, that. Hail, Hail Mary was the only pass play of more than ten yards for them.
3: I, I and look, hopefully they realize they let the kid throw. <laughs> you know, Maybe let, let him let him open up a little bit. Run that see. play again. Hey. You know, Steve Spurrier made a made a career of just letting Danny Ruffle drop back and throw as far as he could. There you go. All
2: right, quick call here from Chris in Michigan. We'll save the rest of the calls for our final segment. We'll take a bunch of them. Chris, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
1: Hey, how's it going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. What's up? You know, I got a quick running back question, a quick wide receiver question. I, uh, I had David Johnson. He's out. Um, you know, I got Leonard Fournette. I'm going to play him. I, I was curious. I got Bilal Powell, uh, LeGarrette Blunt, and Kerwin Williams. And right now I got Powell in the spot, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I can trust Williams yet. I mean, look, you go with Powell. I, he
3: he makes me nervous. Um, You know, the the one concern that I had, I'm sure there are other people that had this concern about Powell coming into the year. Now we, we, we ranked him as a number three guy for the most part in standard and in, in standard leagues as a borderline number two, number three in PPR. But the concern was, What happens as long as Matt Forte is healthy? Now, for one week, it was ugly because Forte got work and Powell got work, and it was a matchup that was potentially good for them. This week, I don't know if that's the case. Probably a little bit tougher matchup for them. Um, But I I think in in your situation, I would trust Kerwin Williams just with the hope that time of possession is in their favor. He's going to get the majority of carries, maybe the majority of touches. And I feel just a little bit safer about him than I do about
2: BlaBow. We've got more of your phone calls. Sorry I didn't get to both of them. Just uh, one question per caller, please. More of them after the break. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS and that will be our final segment and we'll give it over to the Huge Show.
0: Now more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio.
2: One final segment here. We'll take you up until midnight Eastern and turn it over to the huge show here on Saturday night. I am Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. This is Ion Fantasy Football, and we've got a full board of calls, and we are going to get to all of them. If you need auto parts but can't get to the store just yet, head to OReillyAuto.com. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way for the parts you need at OReillyAuto.com. OReilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Jamie, twenty calls. Can we do it? Over. Over. All right. Everybody, let's be quick. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. He says everybody, he means me. Mostly Jamie, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ernest in Texas. You're an eye on fantasy football. Go.
6: First a request. Adam, if you do get that bonanza, you retire,
5: sir, please. Uh
2: it's just, it's in the bag. Patriots Saints, it is in the bag. I'm not even I'm not the least bit worried about this one. And I will not be retiring it. So request tonight. <laughs> Go ahead, Ernest.
4: Started. Okay. Well, trying to make a trade for uh, Dixon. So uh, can
3: I give up somebody like uh, Thomas Rawls, Legarrette Blunt, or even Isaiah Correll? Thanks. Uh, I mean, oh my God, trade Legarrette Blunt for Joe Mixon yesterday. So yes, oh, do that a hundred
2: percent. I thought he said. Dixon, Kenneth Dixon.
3: <laughs> I, I, like, he he did say Dixon. I, I'm gonna assume he meant Mixon.
2: Okay, yeah. If you're if you're thinking Dixon because he just has a six game suspension, he's actually out for the year with an injury. So don't do that. Um, Darden in Charlotte. Go. Hey, All right. Okay. So uh,
6: last week I made a. I tried to make a trade for Oral Beckham. I tried to give uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Mike Gillislee. Doug Martin, and Jonathan Stewart, and they got vetoed, okay? Hmm. Yeah.
4: Kind of sucks. But
6: I'm going to tell you my team. You tell me who you feel comfortable trading. I got Antonio Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey, Keenan Allen, Kareem Hunt, uh, Mike Gillisley, Doug Martin, Jonathan Stewart, Zay Jones, and James White. What would you give to get Odell Beckham? And from the last caller, what would you
3: give to get Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon. Well, I, I think in, in your situation, um, you know, to get Joe Mixon, um, maybe Gillisley. You know, because I don't know if you'll need him when Doug Martin's back. And, and certainly Mixon is the guy that he could be, especially with more work. Um, you may have a tough decision to make anyway. So if you want to try and sell high on Gillisley and buy low on,
2: on Mixon, I'm okay with that. Would you do Gillisley and Keenan Allen for Beckham? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yep. I, I think, think your so. first trade was reasonable. I'm sorry. I, I, I will say
3: this, though. I don't think you need to trade. You have you have yeah, great true. depth at running back, and you have two very good wide receivers. You know, at some point, there's going to be a receiver that em- that emerges. You know, maybe you try and buy low on Corey Davis now.
2: Yeah. By the way, Jamie, I told you you can call into our show on speakerphone from a garage. <laughs> Whatever that was. It's not great audio quality there. Let's improve that. 855 212 four two two seven mark in michigan go
1: hey guys how are you
2: we are up against we're up against the gun here uh sorry sorry,
1: i'll make it quick first of all i love your daily podcast thank you great work hey um jamie can you please expand on on uh, why you've got cj anderson ranked so high i'm looking at Jaquiz rogers and and rawls and and williams from arizona but against that dallas d and and you know adam you gave that great stat on, on the dallas d against the run uh, you, you kind of got him ranked higher than these guys. I'm just wondering your thought process here.
3: It's a much better offensive line than what the Cowboys faced last week with the Giants. It's him getting 20 carries, and if he had scored a touchdown, we feel a lot differently about him. So I think that the Dallas defense is good. I do not think that they are great, and I think Anderson, as I've said all preseason, if, this key, if he could stay healthy, he will challenge to be a top-five fantasy running back. So I believe in the talent. I believe in the situation. I do not believe in the Cowboys' defense to be great.
2: Mark, I, apologize. I feel like I was rude there, Mark. You're my man. Oh, no. No, I get right, it. You're, cool. you're,
1: you're up against it. Thank you. Appreciate I'm not it.
2: I'm not cut out for this business. I feel too bad when I'm mean to callers. Uh, Jessica in Alaska, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
4: Hi, guys. I'm in a 10-team uh, standard league, and I need one wide receiver. I need to play either Doug Baldwin or Michael Crabtree.
3: I will not get away from Doug Baldwin against the 49ers at home, so both guys should be great, but Baldwin has the higher ceiling.
2: We love our callers. 855 212 4227 we love evan in cleveland evan you're on i on fantasy football hey what's
5: up guys um 10-man
4: league standard wide receiver uh running back slot and i need a wide receiver jonathan stewart martavius bryant Tetkin jr
3: galladay or who's my other one uh shoot oh Corey davis Bryant is the must-start of that group. And then I will still take a chance on Jonathan Stewart. Uh, Our our colleague, Keith Cummings, has said it all offseason. I agree with him that the uh, uh, sprinting away from Jonathan Stewart was a little too overblown. As we saw last week, still going to get a lot of work, especially in games where they should win. They should win this game at home. Stewart has a chance to score against Buffalo.
2: Thanks, Evan. Let's go to Pat in Ohio. Pat, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
5: What is up, fellas? Hey, yeah, I'm looking for TDs. I keep tinkering with Thomas Rawls and Carlos Hyde. Rawls Hyde, Rawls Hyde, Rawls Hyde. <laughs> Prince to all the Hurricane victims. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. You have a lovely evening. <laughs>
3: Thank um, you, Pat. Almost sound like an Alabama fan there. Yeah, right. Um, I-, I like Rawls better than, than Hyde this week. So uh, I-, I think there's just a higher ceiling with him at home against the 49ers defense than Hyde against the Seahawks defense.
2: 855 Darren in Maine, you're an eye on fantasy football. Darren? Hi, I'm calling about my flex
4: position. I have Bryant, Tate, Cup, Blunt, or White?
3: I think that Bryant and Tate are very close, um, but I think Bryant has the
2: higher ceiling. Um, okay. He I, might, I, but does that mean you start him? Uh, by, uh, Darren, PPR or standard? Uh, standard. Okay. Yeah, Mar- Martavis Bryant for me. Um, right.
3: uh, I, I just think, again, he has the great track record at home, and it's hard. it's hard to go against that when he's on his game.
2: Eight five five two one two four cbs Got about six minutes left to get your calls in. Joe in Michigan, go. Love you guys.
1: Um Love hey, you too. quick question here. Um, it's the PPR League. I'm trying to figure out my wide receiver number three. I got Macklin or Thielen.
3: I'd go with Macklin here. I I think what we saw last week was great that he scored the touchdown. Only 17 pass attempts for Joe Flacco. I don't know if it will be that much more, just given that, uh, again, they can control time of possession here against what should be an easy opponent for them in their building. But he's got a great track record against the Browns at home, and if that's going to be the case that continues, then Macklin will be a a big part of that. Luke in Chicago.
2: Luke, you're an eye on fantasy football.
5: Hey guys, uh 10 team standard. I'm looking for a flex. Uh, I'm already starting Cooper. Do I start Crabtree and go with the Azer strategy
2: or go with McCaffrey?
3: Well, the Azer strategy wouldn't work here. It was always that one guy does well and the other you guy does You know what? Not. Let's
2: just let the Azer strategy. That's fine. No, go McCaffrey. I'll take it. Go well, McCaffrey. In standard you go McCaffrey over. Crabtree? All
3: right, go, go, go Crabtree. I just, uh, you, you ruined so many things. I don't
0: want to ruin your fantasy.
3: <laughs> All
2: right, go with Crabtree. That's Jamie's recommendation. I had nothing to do with that. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, what else could I ruin? Everybody seen Usual Suspects? Uh, Jack in Boston. Jack, you're on I on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. I was going to say take the under on the 20 calls, but you might be
3: catching up. Uh, quarterback position. Bradford, Palmer, or Flacco? Thank you. I'm going to go back to Palmer. I I know with the John Brown injury, that doesn't make things great for him, but the Colts are bad. They just gave up a 300-yard game to Jared Goff, and so I think Palmer is going to have to carry the offense a little bit without uh, David Johnson.
2: Have a little faith. We can get 10 more calls in. 855-212-4CBS. Ty in Arkansas. Go.
6: Hey, guys. I'm looking to fill an RB2 and a flex in a standard league. I have... Mike Gillisley, C.J. Anderson, Martavis Bryant, Mark Ingram, and then I have Chris Hogan. I also have Tom Brady. Something about those Patriots receivers being out and that bad Saints pass defense makes me want to play in. What do you guys got?
3: Go with your gut. I I like Gillisley the best, but go with your gut there. If if you like Hogan, I like Hogan too. I I think he's going to have a chance for a big game. I, I still have visions of Adam Thielen with nobody around him and Stephon Diggs with nobody around him. So Gillislee has the best chance to score a touchdown of the guys that you mentioned. I don't think that's a big surprise. But if you like Hogan, um, you know, uh, I, I don't know the Hulk Hogan slogan, so I don't want to ruin that, but go, go with Chris Hogan. <laughs>
2: and Dave would have known real 212 4227 Just going to spoil things for the rest of the show. Uh Darth Vader's Luke's father. Eric in Boston, Go! <laughs>
4: Hey, what's up, guys? I was just looking to replace
5: Jamal Charles. I got Eddie Lacy, James White, Gio Bernard, or or um, Andre Ellington. It's a PPR running yeah. back too.
3: Uh, can you replace Adam maser too? Um, <laughs> go with uh, go with James White. That's the uh, the highest ceiling of of the guys
2: that you mentioned. All right, let's go to Dan in Boston. Winter actually is coming. Dan, you're on <laughs> eye on fantasy football.
3: <laughs> hey, uh, touchdown only league. Kevin Coleman, Kerwin Williams. Well, look. David Johnson, Hurt Week 17, Kerwin Williams scored. David Johnson, Hurt Week 1, Kerwin Williams scored. No David Johnson Week 2, Kerman Williams might score. That's right,
2: he might. So you got to go with, uh, with Kerwin Williams there, Jamie? Yes. All right, 855-212-4CBS. I think that's 14 calls. We're going to get this. Jim in Baltimore. He's Kaiser Soze. Jim, what's going on?
4: <laughs> hey, guys. I love your show. Thanks for doing this for us. I've got a flex question. Kevin Coleman, Jonathan Stewart, and... It's a half PPR uh, or Ted Ginn, those three
1: guys.
3: I, I'd, I'd go Stewart. You know, he caught a receiving touchdown last week. So um, I, I, think, uh, I, I think Stewart is the way to go. And to spoil something else, as much as we love doing this, they pay us. So that's the reason why we're here. <laughs> <laughs>
5: no, I mean, i do it for
3: free.
1: <laughs>
2: 855-212. Uh, not for free. Eight five five two one two. you say. <laughs> for CBS. Uh, Maggie Simpson shot Mr. Burns. Ian in Boston, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
4: Ian, you there? Hi. Uh, I'm looking for uh, my flex position in the 12-team standard league, uh, either Terrence West or Jacquees Rogers.
3: Like both guys, but I like the upside for West a little bit more. Um, you. Know, I, you. I, I think a little bit overblown that Javoris Allen is going to get all this work because Danny Woodhead's not there. A lot of it's going to go to Terrence West, too, so he's going to have a big boost as well.
2: All right, uh, there's something fishy about Bruce Willis's character in The Sixth Sense. I didn't want to just say it out loud because then it would have seemed like I was breaking news. Good God, man. Jerry in Detroit. That's it. That's all my spoilers. Jerry in Detroit, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
6: Hey, how you doing? I got a half-point PPR flex position, LeGarrette Bluff, or Kenny Galladay.
3: I Galde makes me nervous this week, so, you know, Gillesey just scored three touchdowns against the Chiefs. Hopefully Blunt can find the end zone, too. So he got the majority of work there from the guys be t- running between the tackles.
2: I, I think that's going to be the case as well. Dave in Louisiana. Dave, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
6: Yeah, how you doing? I have uh, two teams, a quick, uh, like a flex position, and a pick a quarterback for me. Palmer, Cousins, Dak Prescott. Flex will be, uh, let's see, Matthews, Crowder, Hyde. Allen. Uh, um,
3: I'd go with Allen at the flex spot, Keenan or Javorius. And I would go with Palmer at the quarterback spot, Carson or Carson.
2: I kind of, <laughs> I kind of uh, lost count, but I think this is caller number 20, Josh and Dallas. Finish us off with something good on Ion Fantasy Football.
1: Hey, guys. I need you to pick my three flex for me in a PPR league. I got Randall Cobb, Adam Thielen, Golden Tate, and Marshawn Lynch.
3: Lynch, for sure. Um, they are going to be Skittles raining down in Oakland, <laughs> potentially a lot. <laughs> um, I would go with uh, Cobb would be the one that I would bench of that group.
2: Jamie, thank you very much. Everybody, thank you so much for calling. Good stuff. Jamie, we'll talk to you. We'll hear you on uh, tomorrow morning's show, Sounds Fantasy good. Football Today. Thanks a lot, my talk friend. Talk to you later, buddy. All right, that's it for the show. Thank you so much for listening to Eye on Fantasy Football. The huge show is coming up next on CBS Sports Radio. Now, if you liked what you heard, please check out the Fantasy Football Today podcast. And if you need more fantasy advice, Fantasy Football Today airs tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern until kickoff on CBSSports.com. First hour, simulcast right here on CBS Sports Radio. I want to thank Jamie Eisenberg, Stu and Dennis behind the glass. Sorry for spoiling all those movies, everybody. And, of course, thanks to all of you for listening and calling in. I'm Adam Azer. Good night, everybody, and good luck in week two.